Give It To Me by Madonna, released in August 2008, was the second single from the singer's 11th studio album, Hard Candy. Co-written and co-produced and also co-sung with Pharrell Williams, the song would be a top 10 hit around the world, reaching the number one spot in countries such as Spain, Turkey and the Netherlands, and once again giving Madonna top spot on the US dance club songs. An autobiographical, upbeat dance anthem, the song is laden with catchy hooks, despite its minimalist backing track. The video, directed by Nathan Risman in conjunction with British fashion photographer Tom Monroe, showed Madonna at her most glamorous, while the mesmerising dance moves only sought to highlight the star's physical fitness on the eve of her 50th birthday. The album had, at one point, been titled Give It To Me and had featured Madonna in highly stylized boxing gear which echoed the songs and the singer's fighting spirit. It was the culmination of over a year's work which, once again, had seen Madonna working with a number of producers and songwriters, eventually making the bulk of the album with Pharrell. In some ways, it's one of Madonna's forgotten hits, partly because of its lesser performance in the US, but its inclusion on the Sticky and Sweet tours, along with an exhaustingly well-choreographed routine at Radio 1's Big Weekend that summer, warrants its re-evaluation. It's also a really good example of Madonna and her creative partner creating an original piece of work, and along with an early demo and multi-track takes, I'll be exploring the song's journey from idea to airplay. So, put on your heels, Rearrange your bling, no need to catch your breath as we go inside the groove. Hello, my name is Edward Russell and thank you for listening. It's been a really interesting week for the podcast. It's been running for just over a month and has started to get some chart placings. And that means that more and more people have been listening. In fact, we've had more listeners in the past seven days than in the previous three and a half weeks. So that's really good news. And that's given me an impetus and drive to make the podcast even bigger and better without deviating too much from what appears to be a successful formula. So do listen to the end of this podcast where I'll be announcing the song that I will be covering in the next episode. And I think you're all going to be very excited about it. If you haven't already done so, then please do check out the previous Bonus Beats edition, which is a conversation with artist Darren Hayes. It's fascinating, he has so many stories about his meeting with Madonna, and his performance of her songs, and of course, like the rest of us, he's got a strong opinion, which you may agree with, or you may enjoy disagreeing with. Fingers crossed, there will be some more Bonus Beats editions coming up, hopefully interviews with people that you'll be really interested to hear from. This week, I'm covering Madonna's 2008 track, Give It To Me, and also the work that she did with Pharrell Williams, including some interesting demos, and of course, the process by which she created the Hard Candy album. Work on the album that would become Hard Candy began at the beginning of 2007. Certainly, producer Timberland was in place by the February, when he made an announcement that he'd be working with Madonna. Hard Candy is essentially two works, the music that she created with Timberland, Justin Timberlake and Danger, and a group of tracks that she recorded with Pharrell Williams. Now no doubt we'll cover the Timberland Timberlake stuff in another podcast, so let's concentrate on Pharrell. And in reality, on production duties is The Neptunes, which is the name of the duo 
which features Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo. The Neptune's first big hit as producers was for Britney Spears' song I'm a Slave for You. They also produced Nelly's Hot In Here and the majority of the tracks on Justin Timberlake's Justified album. The rest of the production duties going to Timberland. So you can see there's already a circle of producers and songwriters associated and working together. Indeed, Hard Candy would end up being the first Madonna album where she was working with well-established musicians since Like a Virgin. And of course, when that was recorded, she was a virtually unknown artist. Madonna would go on to mention in a few interviews once Hard Candy was released that for once she was not the only diva in the studio. Madonna actually mentioned an incident, much to the surprise of Pharrell, where they had been working together and he had made her cry. In fact, not just cry, but sob, sob chunks. She made this announcement in a few interviews and Pharrell responded by saying that that was the case. And the reality was that they argued once he'd given her some feedback that she wasn't happy with. She'd left the room, gone upstairs and they talked it out. And he talks about how there was literally water coming from her face as they were arguing. But it needed to happen and it cleared a lot of the tension that had existed between the pair up until that point. Fans got to hear the first collaboration between Madonna and Pharrell in May 2007. Hey You You was a charity single released by Madonna for free for the Live Earth project. Fact fans, and I assume you are, might be interested to know it's the first song for which Madonna is credited as the sole songwriter since Gambler in 1985. Unfortunately for Madonna, the next time we'd hear a collaboration between her and Pharrell would be far sooner than she would have liked. Let's do something different. Okay. I'm tired of doing the same old thing. You and me both. Let's give people something to think about. Here we go. Here comes the sun. In August 2007, a demo leaked onto the internet of a song called The Beat Goes On. And there were two different versions of it. One was slightly more developed than the other. This is the first version. If you know the hard candy version, it's probably unrecognizable from this. That is until we get to the chorus. Here we go. And here is the final release version, which takes a lot of inspiration from Donna Summer's 1979 hit Bad Girls. Your 
You'll remember, of course, that Music, the song, leaked in the early summer of 2007, and that caused Madonna to change her plans for the release schedule for the album. Now, whether the early leaking of And The Beat Goes On is the reason why it changed so significantly before release, I don't know, but it's the first real instance of a Madonna track leaking out into the internet quite some time before it was due to. And, of course, that's something that would have a major effect on Madonna's Rebel Heart album nearly 10 years later, but we'll get to that in a future podcast. For now, let's go back to Give It To Me, and I'm going to play you a demo of a song that, in some ways, is really quite different to Give It To Me, but has a lot of similarities as well. This is a song called Infinity, and this might well be the first time you've heard this demo, so I'm going to let it play for a little bit so you can get a good feel of it. hear that there's a number of lyrical similarities with Give It To Me and some of the melody as well. Now, I don't know who produced that demo, I've assumed it's Pharrell, but that knowledge has yet to be officially released in any shape or form, so for now we'll just have to guess. What Infinity doesn't have is vocals from Pharrell, which feature quite significantly in Give It To Me, and that's part of the character of the song which has made it so popular. Now before we get to a breakdown of Give It To Me, I did mention in the intro that Give It To Me was the original title of the album. In fact, the photo shoot had been conducted in a theme of boxing, which was Madonna's inspiration for always fighting back. And if you look closely at the artwork, the belt that she's wearing actually says Give It To Me on it. And the reason for the title change was quite simply Timberland was about to release a single also called Give It To Me, spelled differently, and there was a fear that maybe people would be confused between the two tracks and the album title. So Madonna chose another title. Now, apparently she was at one point going to call it Black Madonna. Black Madonna is the title given to some of the statues and paintings found of the Virgin Mary in Catholic churches and places of worship. And I guess Madonna felt that this urban groove to the new album might somehow act as a pun. Even odder, Madonna did a photo shoot with photographer Stephen Klein where her face was painted black. Apart from red lips and white eyes, she would otherwise have had a dark appearance. Now, blackface, as it's known, is cultural appropriation and not considered good etiquette. 
it isn't today, and it wasn't really in 2007, 2008 either. So how Madonna got to the process of actually doing a photo shoot, I don't know. But she's on record, she did an interview with Rolling Stone magazine in 2009, where she said that happened. Perhaps, as ever, she was being ironic. I like to think that she was just joking. Nonetheless, the title was eventually changed to Hard Candy and the original Give It To Me photo shoot was kept and instead images of candy and colours and swirls was put into the background of the artwork and all of the promotional material that surrounded the release of the album. Give It To Me became the second single, which was probably a very wise move, given the fact that Four Minutes ended up being such a huge hit. So now it's time to listen to the breakdown of the various tracks that were used to put together Give It To Me. First up, we have the drums, starting with the kick drum. Next, you have the disco sounding open hi-hat and the snare drum. I really like the lo-fi demo feel of the snare. Next up you've got some percussion, and I wonder if this is actually Madonna playing percussion, as she also did on her very first album. Then you've got the bass, and this is a bass that's got lots of filter on it, so it gets a squidgy sound as it goes on. but there's also a lot of sub bass in there as well, which is the very, very low frequency. Next up you have the keyboard, and this is the main keyboard running throughout most of the song. Its sound is reminiscent of the Rhodes keyboard, which is the sort of piano-like intro to Borderline, although this is clearly a synthesizer, played much lower, and has a lot more effects on it. Next up you have the synth pad sound. Now pads are the names given to long, sustained, often chord-like sounds. They often sound like strings. And you can hear that this has got a pumping sound to it as well. That pumping sound has been popular in dance and pop music for the last couple of decades. What is it called and how is it done? Well, I actually think it's really interesting, but I'm going to save it for a future podcast. You'll recognise this synthesizer sound. We've also got this rave synth as well, which sounds very 1993. You've also got these big orchestra hits. They wouldn't sound out of place in an 80s Pet Shop Boys song. And how can I fail to mention Give It To Me's interlude? This is a mixture of drums and also this synth sound, which is labelled on the multi-track simply as Chinese. If I play it in isolation, you might understand why. And there you pretty much have the backing track for Give It To Me. It's pretty simplistic, all on the same chord, and I suppose reminiscent in some ways to some of Madonna's tracks like Music and Into The Groove. 
So before we get to the bit which I'm sure you're waiting for, which is Madonna's vocals, let's first play Pharrell Williams' vocals. Give me the bass line and I'll shake it. Give me a record and I'll break it. There's no beginning and no ending. Give me a chance to go, I'll take it. Now that's comped together by a few takes. You can hear them sort of cut and paste as it flows through. But one thing I should remark on is that that vocal by Pharrell doesn't feature any auto-tuning pitch correction at all. Famously, Pharrell avoids it. And if you listen to his vocal on Daft Punk's Get Lucky, it's actually quite out of tune in places, but that's kind of part of the charm of it as well. Auto-tuning is a subject that we're going to cover now because it features quite quite heavily on Madonna's vocals. I feel so sad What I did wasn't right That song, Nobody's Perfect, from Madonna's music album, features very heavily auto-tuned vocals and it gives that kind of robotic, electronic sound. Mirwais uses it a lot in his work with Madonna, as well as Madame X. Autotune is the brand name, but there's lots of pitch correction software. Melodyne is another famous one, and it's used in a lot of music today, sometimes very subtly, and you probably wouldn't even know about it. But I definitely think that when you listen to pop songs from the first decade of this century, almost everything has got a degree of auto-tuning on it. Um, certainly those big pop hits by the people like Robbie Williams, who can all sing brilliantly, have got auto-tune in their voice, because once one artist is doing it, it sort of changes how we hear records and it's only when somebody doesn't put it on their records that it really stands out certainly when you listen to stuff by Dido she's not got any auto-tuning on her voice and it sounds flat throughout and that's largely because you're comparing it to everything else that's in the charts at the time I don't know where Madonna first had auto-tune on her voice probably in bits of the Ray of Light album um, but we certainly notice it for definite when it was cranked up to the max in the music album and Give It To Me has also got autotune vocals on it. And to give you an example of the sort of effects that you can create with autotune, I've taken the vocal from a classic Madonna track. Here's a phrase from Lucky Star without any autotuning on it. Come on, shine your heavenly body tonight. That's the vocal without any tuning on it at all. And it's just a throwaway line. It's not supposed to be particularly in tune anyway. It's quite expressive. But I chose it because it sounds quite interesting when you really push up the auto-tune on it. It sounds like this. Come on, shine your heavenly body tonight. But you can also be subtle with it. This is auto-tuned, but it's done in a much more naturalistic way. Come on, shine your heavenly body tonight. And you can also use pitch correction to completely change the melody. Come on, shine your heavenly body tonight. And you can also do some really fantastic effects. Here I'm going to take a famous line from another Madonna song and put some synth effects on it through pitch correction tools. Right. Feel it on my fingertips. Hear it on the window pane. Your love's coming down like rain. Wash away my sorrow, take away my pain Your love's coming down like rain Fascinating. 
So now let's get to the bit I know you're all desperate to hear, Madonna's a cappella. Here's a little bit of the vocals from Give It To Me. What are you waiting for? Nobody's gonna show you how. Why wait for someone else to do what you can do right now? Got no boundaries and no limits. If there's excitement, put me in it. If it's against the law, arrest me. If you can handle it, undress me. Don't stop me now, don't need to catch my breath. I can go on and on and on. When the lights go down and there's no one left, I can go on and on and on. Give it to me. Yeah. No one's gonna show me how. Give it to me. Yeah. No one's gonna stop me now. Part of the reason I chose Give It To Me is that it's a really good example of Madonna as a songwriter. I already explained that the track is all on one chord, but Madonna creates a really fantastic melody to go along, and the rhythm and the pace work well. The lyrics are kind of average, they're okay, but they're more than acceptable, especially when you listen to them in the context of Madonna talking about her personality. But as a creation, considering how simple and straightforward the backing track is, I think Madonna's done an excellent job at creating a really catchy piece of pop music. And of course, that's something she does very, very well. That's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Now, you've been asking me to cover something about one of Madonna's slower songs, one of her big ballads. And I've decided to break my own rules slightly because I originally said I'd cover just one song from each of Madonna's albums. But by popular demand, next episode, I'm going to feature the 1986 classic Live to Tell. One of my favorite Madonna songs, probably one of yours too. And there's quite an interesting story behind it. And it's also beautiful to listen to the breakdown of the song as well. And for now, thank you very much for tuning in to Inside the Groove. 